Drinks. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And today I am joined by two amazing people. They are both writers and podcast hosts. They're also going to tell us about their podcast. We've got Danielle Koenig. Hello. Hello. I'm the one with the annoying cartoon voice. <laughs> oh, well, welcome. You'll fit Thanks. right in. <laughs> and also Christine Kimmel. Hey, everyone. I'm going to use this voice the entire time. Oh, oh wow. wow. So sexy, Chris. <laughs> We've got a cartoon and like an NPR lady. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, hi. Uh, hi. Hello. I'm a little tired. How are we doing? <laughs> Good. Are you tired Good. because of kids? Oh, it's like an existential exhaustion, but also because of kids. Because now yeah. the only time I, you know, I'm not getting a ton of alone time during the day because kids are always like home with uh, tummy aches and sore throat. Oh, no. And no one's got the Rona. They're just fucking right. home all the time. So you finally uh, get them to school and then they get sick and they have to stay home. Exactly. So then the only time I get to be, uh, the only time I sort of get to myself is at night. And then I get, I like, uh, I get a, what's it called when you like eat too much and you gorge? Being a woman? Binge? (laughs) Binge? Yeah, maybe that's it. Oh, gluttony. Like, I get like gluttonous about staying up late. I'm like, I can't get enough. I'll stay up later. Because it's so quiet and delicious. Yeah. Um, well, you want to you want to sort of mark your time as an adult. Yes, like yes. this is my way to celebrate. I only have this half an hour window before I have to collapse into bed, and it's my time, and I want right. to do something special for myself. And if I want to have popcorn and a Jack and Diet Coke for dinner, that's what I'm going to do. For yes. example, I'm just saying I'm just pulling that out of thin air. <laughs> yeah, just just, <sighs> that just that happens out. to be my go-to dinner. <laughs> That sounds like an amazing dinner. <laughs> With chocolate chips and the popcorn, by the way. Oh, my God. I know. Yes. I know. Danielle knows I how to live. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, so I have three kids. They are right. all boys. I have a five-year-old, a nine-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Uh, oh what's the situation gosh. over there uh, w- with you, Danielle? Well, I only have one kid. I have a 14-year-old son, and I know – and so sometimes I envy people with larger families because it, I mean, they'll, they ha- they'll have each other. They have each other and they'll have each other when they're adults. And, you know, do they get along? That's what I always, I always ask everyone who has more than one kid, do they get along? Ah. Uh, so, so they're sort of like best frenemies a lot of right. the time. The oldest two, like, can't live with each other, can't live without each other oh, right. kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, they fight like cats and dogs and they don't they're so insane with each other and then like the oldest one went to camp and the youngest one was like i miss him i can't so So, i don't know and then the youngest one he's just he's like five years younger so he's uh the oldest so he's kind of doing his own thing yeah he's my he's my little shadow he's your baby Um, yeah but i don't know i have a bunch of siblings and it's it's not like I don't know. It's not as romantic as I'm making it out to be. <laughs> There's something to be said for having one kid and being able no, to focus I, on that one kid financially. I know I have it. Yeah. Ten, oh, yeah, yeah. totally. I, I know I have it 
in a lot of ways so much easier than my friends with with more than one kid. I I mean I can tell like it's just a lot easier um just in terms of being places, focusing like you said financially. The thing about having one kid though is you put all of your neuroses on one kid. There's no <laughs> divi- there's no like way to divide it. So it's like everything I could possibly worry about, it's all on him. He like everything all I just worry about him constantly. And and he's a great kid who doesn't cause trouble, but I constantly am worried just about like his future, like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you know. That so. totally makes sense. Oh, Christine, how many kids do you got? What what's the situation have, at your house? I have I have 9-year-old twins. A boy and a girl. Whoa, twins. Um, they are often in conflict. Um, but late, I will say this last week, they've been getting along. Yay! So I'm going to call that a big success. They've been more friends than enemies. And, except last night, there was just out of the blue, they're making a fort out of an old box because we got a new mattress. It's the old Adorable. one that gets my wall in I know, case so you want to look at it. Um, but they, you know, mattresses, how they come in the boxes now and yeah. unfold. And so they were like, can we have this box? And <laughs> they love boxes and they took it into the bedroom and they were making a fort and everything was great. And then suddenly we heard, get out of my room, you stupid idiot. Oh, and, no. and it was like, you stupid idiot. I wish you were never bored. I hate you. Oh. And all I know is my husband took care of it because I was, I had a headache and I was laying down. Um, from an earlier explosion, and <laughs> but this was a good from, day. Just, just yeah, no, this. This might be the story <laughs> that broke me later in the episode. Um, and later on that evening, my husband said, "I was so worried. I took all the scissors out of the room." Oh my! <laughs> so I was like, "That was that was probably a good move." They they sounded oh, pretty mad, damn. and then a couple minutes later, they were like, "Mom." We borrowed your phone and we did a photo video tour of our fort so we oh can show God. it to you later. <laughs> so, so it's like, cute. It's like, it's like these huge thunderstorms that come in and sort of take them over and they go insane. And then a couple minutes later, they're like, hey, want to go jump on the trampoline? Oh, my God. Like, I wish I could have that. Like, how kids, it's like they get <laughs> so emotional. Just recoverability. Yeah. But yeah. Then it, it also goes away really fast. It's like for me, it kind of takes a while. It builds up slowly, yes. you know, where I'm just like, it's coming, it's coming, and then I explode. But then it also takes, it takes me a while. Yeah. I'm, I'm like destroyed. With a headache. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh I dude. Envy that elasticity of emotion. Or maybe both my kids just have bipolar disorder and it hasn't been diagnosed yet. <laughs> and, the, and when one is up, the other's down. And then one is down, the other's up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They need I to get it in nine, sync. Nine years old is also like a weird age in my experience because they're starting to get those like hormones and they're, they're starting to kind of be in like hormonal flux yes. and everything's like a little like crazy in their heads. There's, there's some mm. intensity. I feel like my nine-year-old daughter is like – 12 from our like my time period of what it meant to be 12 because i'm like why why are you going through all of this and why do i need to get you deodorant already and why are you like getting face break at like you're nine yeah my nine-year-old has to wear deodorant now too and i just realized the other day that i have to show him how to wash his face Uh, Yeah, yeah nine is the new 12. It's so funny. It's so strange. I mean, before they were saying it was like the hormones in the milk and stuff. But um, 
you know, like a generation ago or like 10 years ago or something like that. That's mm-hmm. why the kids were getting so they're getting their periods earlier and getting um, just girls, bigger yeah, earlier. Girls in her class mm-hmm. have already started their period because she's asked me, at she's nine. like, when am I going to oh, start wow. my period? And I'm like, God, I hope not for three more years at least. Yes. Does she want <sighs> both it? of us? Yeah, right. Does she what? Does she want her period? I don't I can't quite tell. Yeah. I I think I got my period when I was ten. Really? And that That's seemed kinda early at yeah. the time. Yeah. And I I felt I think at the time I was like, I want my period but you know, we grew up with like Judy Bloom and stuff, so it was like yes. <gasps> I can't wait to get my period so I can yes. pin it in my crazy <laughs> underpants or whatever the fuck they did in <laughs> Judy Bloom books. It was always like some you're weird not, antiquated seventy four. <laughs> I am. I'm seventy five actually. Thank you for thinking. You look fantastic. Thank you. My face is snatched, as they say. Um <laughs> Wait, I know. I know a waist can be snatched. Can a face be snatched? I'm. I'm. Oh, yeah. I'm really asking. A face can yes. be snatched. A okay. face. Right. I believe can be. Sna- I mean, I think it's like a drag queen thing. Yes. They say yeah. like your face is snatched, and I think it does. Right. Mean, like, but it's also beat. You put a full beat it on. It is also beat. Yes. Yeah. I did beat yeah. my face earlier today. Okay. That means makeup, everybody. And yeah. then, okay, but then you. also. Yeah, I feel like snatched is just like it's it's tight extra. and it's and yeah. it's extra. Oh, it's, my face! You know, is we learn on why mommy yeah. drinks. We learn. Yes, we do. It's an advice-free zone, but it's a pro-learning zone. <laughs> yeah, I'm pro-learning always. And and you're right. I think those Judy Bloom, Bloom books were sort of a generation, maybe like before uh, us. Before us, in the same way, I think yeah. Beverly Cleary with Ramona, because I'm reading those to my daughter right now. And I'm like, wait, even I read these when I was a kid, and this still seems like a generation before me. Yeah, I think they were. I think they were pretty old. I don't know. Or maybe it was just very innocent. Ramona was just always bugged by her sister, right? Isn't yeah, that what the was the deal with Ramona? There's a lot of what? weird stuff that happens. Beezus, yeah. Like what? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I know. It's so crazy that she got away with that when you think about it. I was with Jesus. That seems that stands out in my mind, uh, just because my kids are so, they they can't stop talking about this, is that one night for dinner, the parents secretly feed, because the parents are financially strapped. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's right. They feed them. They're eating beef, they think. And they're like, why is this kind of a little bit furry? Realize it's cow tongue. Yeah. What? And the kids are, like, mad about it. They're like, wow. I'm not eating this. Why did you feed us cow tongue? You know we don't like this. Because the parents, it's cheaper. It's a cheaper cut of meat. Wow. And they complain about it. And they get in trouble for complaining and get grounded. <gasps> <laughs> and I'm like, every time my kids are mad about what I serve for dinner, and they're like, I don't want to eat gnocchi. And you're like, at least it's not beef like, tongue. Yeah, at least it's like, not tongue. Gross. I'm like, those kids in Ramona complained and they got <laughs> grounded and you want me to make you something else because you don't like gnocchi? Yeah. You, you don't like lucky. potatoes and pasta? You're lucky I'm feeding you gnocchi. Yeah. Oh when we God. were kids, you would get punished for having feelings. Okay. So <laughs> I ate my extra ketchup with the spoon. <laughs> my Wait, dad what? made me. Wait, are you kidding? What? No, I'm what? not. 
Wait, he didn't want you to waste ketchup. So if you had too much ketchup on your plate, he made you eat it with a spoon. Yeah. For financial reason. I think to he's teach just, you not to waste. To teach us not to waste, yeah. That's so repulsive. Who knows yeah. exactly how much ketchup they're going to need? You would need like, you would need to be like a physicist. Yeah. Like, I, this is exactly how much ketchup I'm going to need for this meal. And when you're a kid, you're like, Yeah, of you course know? you are. Oh, yeah. Because it's oh, fun, yeah. for one. Wait, did we have squeezes when we were kids? I, I remember. Not. It was a glass I remember bottle. that glass but bottle you know, hitting oh, it. Oh, that's even harder because well, you're yeah, like, no, 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 like yes, stick the fork or the knife in and then it goes... Everywhere. Yeah, you can't control it. Your dad is psychotic. I'm sorry. That is bananas. I hope you're listening to this dad. He doesn't know how to do it. He, he's not even listening I to know. my podcast. He doesn't know how to <laughs> listen to podcasts. My parents aren't either, but that's because I haven't told them yet. <laughs> oh, would your parents listen if they knew? <sighs> my... <laughs> Sigh. That was a sigh with such well, weariness here's, of the world. Here's, here's the thing. I wrote on a podcast. I wrote on a scripted podcast last year called um, Dark Air with Terry Carnation. And it was uh, Rain Wilson uh, co-created and starred on it. Awesome. So I would from send the it office. From the office. Sorry, Dwight from the office. And it was super fun. And I would send it to them. I mean, I told them about it. And my... They're they're the most computer illiterate people you could meet, and it's not just because oh, no. their age; they are old, but it's also because like they weren't up with technology at any point in their lives. <laughs> so it's extremely like don't put them in front of a microwave. No, oh my, we didn't. We didn't get my parents. I always joke. My parents didn't get cable or therapy until my brother and I left the house. So they don't. They don't know how to use cable. We only had a VCR because my uncle gave us a VCR for a present. Like they Whoa. just not slow so, adapters. Slow adapters. So my mom listened to the podcast, but then it became she's only going to listen to the ones I wrote. And I told them over and over and over again that it's a continuing story, and you really yeah. should listen to it all. Well, and that, makes sense. that was how narr- narrative forms don't work that yeah, way, mom. That wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So she emailed me five times to ask me which episodes I wrote. I'm going to say five. <laughs> Um, because, because she can't find, uh, Danny, I can't find the email. I just can't find it. I'm like, okay. okay. So I'm just, I'm imagining, I'm imagining the hell of them figuring out how to play another podcast, A, and B, I haven't really talked that much about them, but I mean, I want to feel free to talk about them. So I'm a little bit sheepish. For that reason, but I, I think I'll tell them this week. I'll just say, "Hey, this is what I've been doing." So you know, because it, it makes them feel happy if I'm doing something. So yeah, you know, it's a positive. I mean, they're very positive, supportive people. It's just, and then they're gonna say like, my, like my mom has a habit of saying, and this won't happen in this case because it's not something that's written. But my mom has a habit of saying like, "Oh, I love this line. Did you write that?" And then I'll be like, "No," and then you know, just silence. So like. It, <laughs> There's a there's a history of that with me and my mom where like the it's things she fraught. finds the funniest. Yeah, it's fraught. Oh no. So um Is your mom my funny, dad, Danielle? Uh, Is your mom she's funny? She's a character. She's a character. <laughs> Got it. She's an actress and she's okay. very theatrical and she wants to be a gay man. Like that's my mom. She's just very big oh. and, and 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 actressy. And she can be funny, but she's not super funny my dad is funny also but not I feel like I feel like my comedy is 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 really it's a cliche but it's really just from dealing with 
the, them all. <laughs> like, yeah. it was just really a defense more than, it's not like I don't think I got yeah. my humor from them. But they can, I mean, my dad can be funny. Yeah. You're yeah. funny because it's a coping mechanism. Yeah, that for we sure. have commodified or whatever. Yes. Uh, <laughs> codified, commodified. Code of, co- what no, does codified right. mean? Oh. No, commodified was right. You were right. I, I don't know. We are monetized. We monetized Mo- it. How yes. about that? I want to monetize Waiting. it some more. Yeah. Right? Um, right. <laughs> oh, wait. What were we talking about before we went on that whole tangent? I don't even know. We talked about, about parents. Christine's, uh, oh, about oh, your, your dad par- and the ketchup. My dad. Yes. My, oh, right. <laughs> Which reminded me, by the way, of you were talking about your parents and your podcast, I just learned last week that my dad has been listening to this podcast, which was a surprise and a shock because I did not know he knew how to listen to to podcasts, and uh, and I did not know but that he, he didn't was tell listening. you. He told me after the fact, which is well, his how want. many had I mean, he, how many had he listened to before he told you? I don't know. He listened to a few. Oh, okay. Did he have I nice guess. things to say? <laughs> but you know i let it i i you know it's a loosey-goosey show i i am very honest on this show about right. lots of different things um and uh it's possible that i have never been that as i'm probably more honest with my audience than i am with my dad in real life sure. right uh so sorry dad and <laughs> you might be listening right now <laughs> um let me let me tell you what's uh, been breaking me. Um, I've been thinking about a bunch of different things. I mean, we we sort of talked about it a bit before the show started. Just my son started sixth grade, and Ugh. that's been a real big transition. Yeah. Um, he's he's for the most part he's like totally just into it. He's making friends. Good. He's really taking to the new responsibilities of lots of different classes and, um, you know, keeping track of his own schedule and where he needs to be and and stuff like that. And that's all been really good. But then there's also been some sort of weird bullying things that have happened. And and my husband and I are trying to figure out um, the balance of – Defending him and making sure that he feels safe at school and feels like we have his back and that we are going to make sure that if anything bad happens, we are going to see it through. But then it also is what I am finding is um, you you also don't want to be like a parent who complains and grouses about yeah. things so often that you just mm-hmm. come become sort of this white noise complaint person. Yes. Um, so I, so when things come up, on one hand, I want to address it right away and be like, this happened at school. It's unacceptable, blah, blah, blah. But then I also don't want to – I don't want them to be like, oh, fucking – Rex's mom again. These people are never happy and always complaining and just like put well, it on the how ha- stack of yeah. What have their response been so far? Has this has the administration been responsive to you? Well, so far, 
Okay, so he had an experience where there was a kid that was, like, being really fucking weird and saying weird, inappropriate things to him. Mm-hmm. Um, like, really weird. Um, and, um, and like, sexual in nature. Uh, oh. And it was, like, not cool. And, of okay. course, when he told me that, I was like, oh, okay, so I'm going to fucking kill that kid. Right. And all, like, right. so I had to, like, okay, no, it's fine. I'm not going to kill a child. But also right. that kid, I've memorized his face, and I will yes. uh, hate him with my eyes forever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so – and then he also – okay, so that happened – he texted me from the after school program and he's like, this happened. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, tell the grown up who's there mm-hmm. and tell them that I'm going to talk to them when I get there and blah, blah, blah. So I get there. I talk to the to the guy who's in charge. He's and he's like, you know, I talked to the kid. The kid said he didn't do it. Uh, you know, no shit. Right. Um, and, you know, uh, and I was like, well, I'm going to talk to the principal, just FYI. He's like, okay, I'll make sure to back you up or whatever. Then as we're walking to the car that same day, my son is like, I overheard this other guy who works in this after school program who's like super young, like probably is just out of high school, say mm-hmm. something fucked up to some girl in the program um like again something like weird and sexual and i was like what Uh the fuck so my head burst into flames and it fell off my body and when i put it back on i sent off a message to the principal and i was like here are two things um and they're both kind of awful and shocking here's this and here's this so the next day and they're like we will handle this ma'am so (laughs) they um (laughs) Which, yeah, I love it. Nothing makes, well, I am 75, so. <laughs> yeah, but you still, no one needs to be called ma'am. No, no one. No, never. It's just not. <laughs> to be mm-mm. fair, they didn't call me ma'am, but they probably did call me mom. Um, oh, I hate when. Okay, the, mom. When right? you bring your kid to the doctor and they're like, okay, mom, if you could just sit over here. It's so weird, isn't it? I'm like, I hate it. Isn't it the weirdest? Okay, mom, and yes. if you could just fill out these papers. Why are you calling me mom? I don't, I don't like, like it. Yeah, just I don't like call it. call me, hey, lady, if you need to. <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, lady. Yeah. Or what's up. that, Christine? Hey, hey bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I might respond better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's you bitch right. Koenig to you. <laughs> Long ass. Uh, <laughs> That'd be bizarre if someone said that. I'd be like, "Oh God, okay, well, <laughs> things are much more casual than I realize." <laughs> um, uh, that would be amazing. Uh, anyway, so so I sent off this thing. They were like, "We will take care of it, Mom," uh, or maybe they're just being British, Mom, and ma'am. And uh, so the next day, I had this long conversation with the guy who's at school, who's like in charge of this shit. I don't know who he is. He's fucking. He's like. Uh, he's not the assistant principal. He's just like the guy who's in charge of discipline. I don't oh, okay. know what All his right. deal is. Although his name. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say this. I'll say it, and then maybe we'll bleep it out. His name is <laughs> um, <laughs> with a Z, with an S. And so every oh my time God, that's I hysterical, think... <laughs> it is. So that always tickles us uh, as as comedians in this house. Every time we talk to him, even though we only talk to him about like sad, serious. Stuff. <laughs> 
so he he goes into this whole thing about how he's he's like uh I did an investigation. I interviewed all of the students involved. Uh, I I spent all day on this. Um, uh, I'm making him out to sound like an asshole. He he was great. He mm-hmm. he really looked into it. He talked to all the kids. But at the end of the day, it all came down to my son said that he, this happened. The other kid says that it doesn't. It didn't. Right. Um, my kid said this. Uh, this guy who worked there did this thing. Uh, but he doesn't know who the girl is and no one knows who she is. Um. So nothing was able to be sort of dealt with. And even though no one thought he was lying, it also kind of was like this big thing. And they were like, well, did... Um, has anything else happened that we could maybe follow up on? I'm like, no, I fucking told you everything. And uh, also the way that this guy dealt with it, it, he was seriously, like, I kept wanting to be like, are you a cop? What is happening? (laughs) The way he spoke, it was like he was a fucking New York City detective. It was so weird. Um, But yeah, so. Yeah, I was. It just kind of. It's. It's tougher. I was telling you before the show started that my son was also bullied in sixth grade, beginning of middle school. And um, I mean, our school, he went to a very, it was a, it was a, a charter school and it was very, you know, everyone needs to be safe. Everyone needs, you know, it, it was very touchy feely sort of thing. But it ended up where, like, they almost wanted him to, like, make up with the kid. And I'm like, why does he have to make up with the kid? He didn't do jack shit. The kid was... He actually had several different bullies, but there was one particular Fun. one. Ugh. Yeah, it was really weird. It just kind of came out of nowhere. He, I mean, he's very small, so that was part of it. He's, he's you know, you know my husband. We're, we're short people, so he's very small. And um, I guess that's a good enough reason as any to be mean to someone, you know, their height. Oh, something, yeah. Something they literally have no control over. Um, yeah. And means nothing. So <laughs> one time my son took his he just had enough and he took his notebook and like, like uh, hit a kid over the, hit the kid over the head with it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, how much are you supposed to take? I get it. Yeah. He didn't really, that he didn't get like in trouble because, consequence. yeah, because the school was like, yeah, I mean, they weren't, you know, they weren't happy about it, but it wasn't like he got suspended or anything, you know, but they're like, you know what? It's fine. Look, we're going to look the other way. This just handle your business. But it was, you yeah, know, it's, so- it's such a cliche, this, this but it comes after school. Yeah, sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was just gonna say it's such a cliche, but it comes from the parents. Like you can tell these yes. parents aren't involved because no one who cares about their kids would let them be assholes. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure, for sure. The things that he's or, telling me that they're saying, I'm like, yeah, this is cl- this doesn't come out of nowhere. This is clearly right. yeah. your, their parents are assholes or like they're toxic people in their life. That was the other thing. It was like the weird sexual thing that this kid said to my son i was like this kid is being exposed to stuff in his life that he shouldn't be exposed to right yeah and it makes me worry for that kid and that was the other yeah so i wanted to protect my son but also i felt bad for this kid yes yeah Yeah. yep i had the same feeling i was like yeah wow this really sucks for this kid but also stop taking it out on my son (laughs) yeah like yeah i'll I'll kill you, but also, but also, sorry. uh, I'm so sorry that yeah, people aren't taking care of you in your life. Yeah, because we've got a kid in class this year who's 
been picking on Benjamin. He's kind of doing it to everyone, though. I mean, my daughter says every time she passes him, he shoves her. Whoa. And he, At nine. Um, yeah. And he's called, but like Benjamin, a lot of it has to do with Benjamin asking him to put his mask on. Oh, and, yes, 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 uh, yes, yes. And Benjamin, he called Benjamin a COVID freak. And Ugh. he called him a, a fucking idiot. Did he call him a uh, libtard? Another day. But a also in, in, in the same. In the same Did he call him a cuck? Like a liberal well, cuck? Interestingly enough, it's the same uh, group in the, in the, and there's a, like a sort of parent text chain. Yeah. And his, his mom is the one who put out the announcement for like a mask. A vaccination protest? No. At the um, school district. And when when it's not even mandated and in, in, we're in the GUSD school district and it's not even mandated that teachers yeah, get so vaccinated. Yeah, so who's she protesting? So, and that's what somebody so just said. just on that, behalf so, of... Yeah, that like, and so a parent said it's not mandated in Glendale Unified yet that teachers are even vaccinated. And she was like, well, it's coming. And I was like, well, I think I know... The apple does not fall far from the tree. So yeah. did she get any takers, this woman? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I it wasn't no one responded to it except for her, the te- well, a woman to say, you know, hey, it's this not isn't mandated. actually. Yeah. You're protesting weird, something. It's weird to protest something that hasn't actually occurred yet. Right. Um, but luckily no one was like, yeehaw, thumbs up, you know, like. Good. Yeah, it was more like a crazy person on the train and everyone was just like, oh, let's just avert our gaze. Just send emojis of like cuckoo heads, like, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, birds flying around. Emoji could be an emoji that like is the perfect response to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are mask emojis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That would be a funny. There is a little bit of crazy face. There's a crazy face I use yeah. frequently. Yeah. It's like, Ooh. yeah, it's I, mean, like, I need, I need to go back and um, crazy face emoji that. God, Great. that's crazy. That will be productive. I'm um, sure. So you know, but I also I had that same when you were when you were talking, Betsy. I had that same urge when he came home. And, oh, and he's also called Benjamin Gay many times. Uh, and I have to you know explain, which I have many times to my kids because of you Ben know, Gay that like. Oh, that's... Oh, yeah, why? I think that reference probably doesn't... Um, <laughs> oh, that's clever. Okay. It's, it's clever, but I don't think my kids know about Ben Gay. But, um, How do these kids no, know I about Ben No, I think because gay? he saw Benjamin dancing once, and he was like, you're gay. Oh. And so I've had to, you know, again, say to my kids, you know, it's not a bad thing to be gay, and, right. which they know that. I mean, they've had, they had a friend, they watched a friend transition um, uh, from, you know, be, they have a trans friend. So it's like mm-hmm. they... They've grown up in a very acceptable, acceptable, yeah. accepted environment for, um, right. you know, many different kinds of sexuality and, and, and gender yeah. transitions. And if I'm saying words wrong right now, somebody just send me a crazy face emoji and <laughs> I'll get it. Um, so it wasn't like, oh, this is the first time I told them, like, but just to remind them, like, that's what he's saying isn't even an insult. Like, exactly. Yeah. But, it's just like a weird. But when you're nine, it feels they, like an insult. But it's also yeah. interesting because and it's it's intended to be exactly. an insult. Exactly, you get you yes. get what the intent is, whether or not that's exactly right. That's exactly and, right. And mm-hmm. another kid just yesterday at the park, he, Benjamin said, "Oh, you know, I don't I don't want to say the kid's name just because I want to protect this family and I don't give a shit about that other one." But like he said, you know, oh, he says a lot of bad words. We were playing handball and he called me a fucking retard. Whoa. And I was like, wait, oh. that's still going around? Like, I thought that kids didn't even know that was a word 
that was a yeah. like I, I thought that had died like yeah so i'm like is is that something how are they learning about that is that <sighs> yeah are they watching youtube and people on youtube still say it are parents still saying it i hear they there's a lot be. of i'm gonna sound like an old old lady but i hear there's a lot of um you know the video gaming where you can do it with other people in what is it like online video gaming but you can yes. do it with other people you know yeah. who you don't yeah. you don't know is it networking is it what is that called i don't, mm. don't we just online gaming i don't online know game. yeah i don't know either and they swear constantly at each other i've mm -hmm. heard tapes of that they just like swear constantly like little kids swearing mm -hmm. and so it, that's one possibility yeah of, if, yeah, if it's sounds... not the parents it's could be something like that yeah yeah i mean, I, mean I, I blame the parents first but I think what we want to put out there on this show is that blame parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the <laughs> well, main it's a dick. That's what you're trying to put out into the universe, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Betsy? Yeah. Parents are always it's at fault when it's yes, not the exactly. ones we like. Right. <laughs> if it's us. It's us I mean, my, my five-year-old says when he gets really mad at his brothers, I've said this before, he says, fuck you to his brothers. Does anyone, does my husband, my husband and I don't walk around being like, fuck you to anybody. Yeah. Not even in the car when we get mad. So mm -hmm. I don't know where the hell this comes from. Do you ask him where he gets it? <sighs> no, because honestly, it's like, it's, no, I have not asked him. It's well, probably like every Every time he says it, like, it, it just, I think this, like, curtain of shame and bewilderment just kind of comes over us. Mm -hmm. Like, why is our five-year-old saying that? Um, I don't know. I don't know if it came from, yeah, an older brother maybe mm -hmm. said it once and he was mm -hmm. like, yes, That's this is word. my new yeah. saying. Everyone flips out when I say this. So I, I know that this is, like, my biggest sort of thing in my arsenal. <sighs> Right, right. He he's getting the reaction he wants. So yeah, so yeah. you just yeah. have to meet him. Not make a big deal out of it. Like, my kids went through hardcore saying the F word phase, but I know it was for me. So I only <laughs> had myself to blame because I have a trash mouth. Like I say bad words all the time. So I was like, well, I can't. It's my fault. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in 
under 48 hours. I tried it out and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. Well, um, hey, I would love to hear a story from one of you about a time that uh, you were broken, if if you wouldn't mind telling us. Sure. Um, forgive my chewing. That was obnoxious. Um, <laughs> so this was recent. Over the Okay, so my son stayed home during the whole pandemic, even when the kids were allowed mm-hmm. to go back. He wanted no part of it. Scared. Last spring. Yes. Sorry, last spring in Los Angeles, they were given the option. He wanted no part of it. He's like, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to get sick. He's just really worried about the pandemic. So, so he'd been home for basically a year and a half. And I was already feeling as we were going into summer, like, Jesus, we've got to do something. We can't just be in the house all day, every day. Like, I don't know what to do anymore. He's at an age where, you know, he was 13. And it's like, well... What, what am I going to do? He's, he's, he did like one online camp, which was just stand up once a week. And he actually liked that for the summer, but that was once a week. So like, what are we going to do for the yeah. rest of the time? So then stand I started camp for kids. That's amazing. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. Through second city. Um, oh, they have great classes. My yeah. kids took their improv class. Yeah. It's good. Times. Yeah. Well, he, when he was younger, he did the camp, the improv camp every summer. So, I was just, I was, I, you know, doing my favorite thing, beating myself up for the kind of (laughs) things I've exposed him to. And my son is not, he's not an outdoor plant. He's an indoor plant. He does not like anything to do with nature, outdoors, animals, nothing. So I'm starting to beat myself up. Like, why hadn't I exposed him more to, you know, being outside, you know, so that we could do something and go somewhere and and like we don't hike or camp or like we got to be those kind of people and so I'm just beating myself beating up myself up well Danielle are you and your husband were you indoor kids yes you were okay yeah yeah I was an indoor kid and I did watch a lot of television um but I also went to ballet five to six times a week so I was doing Whoa. something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so. But also I was an Olympian. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> but I was still technically indoors when I was doing ballet. Um, so, I mean, I like the beach and stuff. He doesn't even like the beach. He doesn't like to get dirty. He doesn't, you know, he's just, he's just, he's, he's George Costanza. Like he's in his sweatpants. He's at home, you know. He loves pop culture. He's like obsessed with movies and TV and um, kids his age don't even watch TV and they don't even know what he's talking about. But um, <laughs> he's great with he's adults. Like, what? He's great with adults. He is good. Yeah. He can't be really good with adults, especially if they're comedians or something. So um, so I was feeling guilt. Also, I have to say that apparently my anti-depression medication needed a booster 
which I didn't realize at the time because I was having like obsessive thoughts, not obsessive, but mm. when I say obsessive thoughts, I don't mean anything bad. Like I was going to hurt someone just obsessing about all this kind of stuff. Like I couldn't get it yeah. out of my head. Like I have done something wrong. You know, he needs to be more like this. He needs to be more like this, that kind of thing. That's what I'm saying. When and we you were all, everyone was cuckoo bananas in their heads at this point. Also, yeah. just being inside it forever. Right. Especially with kids. Oh, right. I mean, just the most stable of all of us who weren't medicated before were probably right. going insane. So for those of us who are already like yeah. medicated and having, you know, I'll speak for myself, having trouble just kind of day to day keeping it together. It was just yeah. like, yeah, uh, the greatest, biggest cherry on the Sunday of uh, no. I don't know. I can't finish that one. <laughs> See, it made you speechless. I was with you. I got it. We got it all down. So his one sport is, uh, you know, he's not a sport kid. He doesn't join things. He's not like, so his one sport is uh, ping pong and he's pretty good at it. And he's taking lessons and obviously wasn't going during COVID. And then we went once and the adults weren't, some of the adults weren't wearing masks and what that really pissed him off and made him super uncomfortable. And this was this was right after he had gotten vaccinated. But still, he's just he's just extra worried about it. So we're like, oh, fuck, now we can't go again. And then um, we're, as it was getting towards summer, we're like, well, maybe we can start going. We'll see what the protocol is, you know. Da, da, da. So one night, my husband and I go out to dinner which with two other couples, something we've never, ever done before. We don't, we're not like big social people. We don't go out to dinner with two couples and we left I'm him alone. I'm so jealous of, of people who can and do. Yeah, I know. Well, it felt very liberating. So we left him yeah. alone and we've left him alone a million times, but never at night. I mm. wasn't, I wasn't worried. I was just like, oh, okay, this is the first time. It, I, no one was worried. It was fine. So we get I to the like rest. 13 is a really good time for that, right? Yeah, good age yeah. for that. Yeah. yeah. So, and I was, you know, I'm happy because he's, he's kind of young in some ways. So I was glad that like, he wasn't worried. He was excited. He was going to watch, um, he was going to watch, uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Oh. Close. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so as we're at the restaurant outdoors, of course, um, I was like, you know what? Just in case I better put my phone on the table, just in case, just in case he calls, you know, I'm sure everything will be fine. And we had taken the train, um, to to eat so we didn't have our car so it was just a nice you know night and we're enjoying it and we're having fun and we're laughing and the phone rings and I pick it up and he's like um mom uh I fell I was like what do you mean you fell he's like I fell and I landed on my arm I'm like what and he's like yeah um it really hurts I was like okay we're coming we're coming right now so I tell good job well, I mean, what else am I going to do? So I tell Jimmy, I'm like, okay, he really hurt himself. And Jimmy's like, what? He didn't hurt himself. Come on. That's ridiculous. <laughs> See, but that's me. <laughs> but he's not oh, that what? kind of, come on. But he's not that kind of person. He wouldn't like out of nowhere say he hurt himself if he didn't. Like I knew it had to be bad. Yeah. So Jimmy calls him and he's crying now. And he's <gasps> in a no. lot of pain. So oh, no. long story short, he broke his arm. He literally. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. That's no, awful. it's hysterical. Because. <laughs> the one time he's yeah. home, the one time you go out and he breaks his oh, arm. And we didn't, we didn't have a car. So we had to run back. <laughs> so now I'm like half drunk. Oh. <laughs> 
I'm half drunk and we have to run back to the train and I'm wearing like um, sandals. So I'm not even like in running shoes. So I'm running back and we're like, oh God, what happened? And we get him and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're like, no, honey, it's fine. It's okay. And we take him to this urgent care place and they were like, our cutoffs at eight and it was 8.05. So they wouldn't see him. I'm not kidding. So like, and he's like, I'm like, he's in massive pain. And they're like, I'm so sorry. It's the rules. I'm like, I mean, I get it. They have to cut Uh, it off at some point. So we went to an ER. Not the arm, but the, the, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we went to an ER and, um, (laughs) yeah, not the, not the arm. And we get the pictures taken and, you know, the x-rays and I'm in the, um, I'm in the, uh, the waiting room. And this is like at the beginning of summer. And I'm like, oh shit, please don't let it be broken. Please don't let it be broken. Please don't let it be broken. And uh, my husband and son went in and they come out and they go, yeah, it's broken. And I'm like, fuck. So I, the whole, the whole premise of telling you the story ahead of time about how I felt so guilty was just like, okay, so now six to eight more weeks of no physical activity. We're still not going to do anything. It's still going to be home. He's still, and of course, and then I had this kind of. No swimming, no beach. Right. Yeah. Oh, we we had to cancel it. We were going to go to Palm Springs and then we had to cancel it because, I mean, you could get the thing for the arm, but it's just not as, it's good. He had a trip with with, uh, Jimmy to go to Chicago. They did actually go, but they couldn't, he couldn't do some of the stuff they were going to do and da, da, da. And just, I was just, just like, headstands, just all headstand trips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, oh my god! What did um, they plan that they couldn't do with a broken arm? Horseback golfing? Riding? No, what? they were gonna. They, the, it was gonna be like the three generations going golfing, and my husband and his dad did go golfing, and my son went with them, and he just drove the oh, cart. And apparently, yeah. ran it into a fucking post because he's not. <laughs> like, yeah. So. <laughs> Like, oh, that's amazing. If I was 13, 14, and someone yeah, like, loved it, this golf course, I'd be like, yeah. oh, yes. It's, but I guess his, he was kind of doing it with one well, and, and a half he's just arms. Like, and... He's just like, doesn't have a lot of common sense. Like, he's a really bright kid. You know, he's he's a straight A kid. He's really smart. He can. He's doing, yeah. you know, 11th grade math in ninth grade, but he doesn't have common sense. So he just, oh, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know how to fucking, he doesn't know, now put your <laughs> foot on the brake, dumb shit. Like, you know, stuff like that. So I don't really think my son's a dumb shit, but. So. <laughs> I feel ya. The good thing is, you know, he's with grandpa and grandpa is laughing about it. So, you know, my God. husband couldn't even get upset because it was just sort of amusing. But, um, yeah. but he could actually do mini golf. He did do mini golf with, with the broken arm. But anyway, and he at the time had this little business of making these figures. Well, he couldn't do that because his hand was completely incapacitated. So it was just like, I was so, I can't explain it. It's a little inexplicable, but I was so depressed about this whole turn of events. And then it was like, and we had to tell people how we broke his arm. And I was like, dude, you got to make up a better story. Because getting up from watching Pulp Fiction and go, to go to the bathroom and get a snack and slipping on the tile and breaking your arm is a really lame story. And he's like, I know. It's just like, because it was, I mean, it was hilarious. It was so on brand for him that like, that's how he broke his arm. It's nothing athletic. Like, no, wasn't in judo. Didn't, no, I'm not playing football. He was watching Pulp Fiction. So, um, yeah, so a I friend go- of mine recently got brain damage. She was sitting on oh the couch, God. got her leg, her foot got kind of tangled in <gasps> her pants, and she just felt 
face first onto the floor and got brain damage. <gasps> oh my oh, god. Yeah, people get what? People get fucked up in really fucked up ways. Yeah, Emily, uh she was on the residuals episode a few episodes ago. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she just have to go back fell. and listen to that. That's insane. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But and that's, that's really the other insane. thing. So, people kept asking how did he do it? And I and I tell them, and they're like, "But I don't understand." I'm like, "I don't know what to tell you. He slipped and fell. I, there's no other." Ex- but they were like, "But how did he do that?" I'm like, "What do you mean? Have you never slipped?" So it was really. And then you're like, "Look, I wasn't there. I was getting I wasn't drunk. There. I was drinking. I don't know what happened. I can't tell you." So, oh man, it was all, and it was the summer before he went to high school. So I had all these, you know, yes. he just started high school. So I had all these like. I can't explain it. I just was beating myself up. And then I was like, of course this happened. I can't. He handled it much better than I did. As per usual. He handled it much better. So that was a, that was a bad moment. For sure. Well, the the pandemic robbed us of so much. And I'm sure part of your feelings in that moment were feeling like you could make up for some lost time now that he was vaccinated. And, you know, oh, we're going to make up for maybe some of these little kid like childhood stuff that we got robbed of for the last year yeah. and a half or whatever oh that's rough i've yeah i'm so sorry that <laughs> okay. that just sucks he's okay <laughs> the cast is off I, you know we we went to pops it's not the cast a, is off cast is off good. he started high school without the cast on so that was great that's it came good. off right before high school started so that was fantastic and great yeah. sorry yeah no i was just gonna say we went out the other night again and we're like don't break anything just sit there sit don't down. go anywhere yeah. hold it lie down in your bed we're just gonna hold tie it. you to the bed until we get back <laughs> yeah that you'll okay? be fine just you'll sleep right <laughs> oh that and that's so fraught like oh. That's so sad. Yeah. He's, I, he's I hate that he was like excited to be home alone. <laughs> you were like, we're excited to go out. Yeah. It was like a real kind of maiden voyage for everyone. Right. And just ended on such a sad trombone. I know. Had to leave dinner the whole bit. Bad news. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, hmm. That whole social thing. I, I just um, brag. Got an Airbnb for the winter. Nice. <laughs> for three nice. nights. It's a big deal for me to do this in advance and to <laughs> actually pay money to go on a vacation. Um, That's a great idea. But, right? I'm excited. We're going to see snow. I hope it Aww. snows. But uh, there were all these, like, expensive houses that you could get on Airbnb. And I was like, oh, maybe I should see if friends want to go. And then I was like, that sounds exhausting to, like, <laughs> go away with friends and their kids mm-hmm. and, like, never be alone. I don't know. But yeah, stuff like that. I feel like a lot of other people are like, of course, we went with friends. It was fun. Yeah, we're not <sighs> those people. Yeah, it can, it can be very taxing. It is very taxing. It's, yeah. I mean, I wish well, we were anyway, those kind of people, yes. but we're just not. Me too. I wish I was a morning person. I wish I was more socially comfortable. I yeah. wish I was a baller. You wish was... you were a little bit taller. Yes. I really 100%. see you as a baller, Betsy. Um, Thank you, I remember Christine. getting my feelings hurt over COVID because when it sort of started, when everyone realized, oh, this is forever, 
um, people started forming their pods. Yeah. And I was like, no one's asking us to be in a pod. Like everybody's forming these pods. And like, I guess it's just like, I guess it's like that thing where I always find ways to get my feelings hurt. So I was like, well, I guess it's because I suck and people don't like me. (laughs) Yes. I would would 100% get my feelings hurt if I found out pods were happening around me and I wasn't included. So I feel you. It was this thing, yeah, where it was like, I just felt like, oh, well, they already made a pod and I don't get to be in it. And they're in a pod and I don't get to be in it. And there's all these pods and I'm not in it. And fuck it. I guess it's, yeah, yeah, now the truth comes out and it's just what I suspected. Yeah. FOMO about pods. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But you did eventually join a pod, didn't you? I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was scared we of the whole pod. That was, like a, that, was, that was a school pod just for the kids. Oh. It wasn't like a – because people formed these like social friendship pods where it was like they agreed yes. to only hang out together. Right. And yes. and they would get they together for like dinners together. and they'd go on trips together. And it was like this like yes. – it was almost like people were forming these like polyamorous weird in <laughs> relationships except maybe not – I don't think they were having sex. But like, hey, I don't know. And I was like, I don't – I guess we just don't have that intense – level of friendship yeah. with other couples where we're like we're just gonna see each other because because it worked out so well that like the women are such close friends and the men are such close friends and right. the kids are such close and we friends. like to fuck each other yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh and i love that husband's body and my husband has the wife and like we all just get together and groove swinging swinging pods and groove. <laughs> but i mean like people were doing that shit it's and just then, like Fleetwood right. Mac. Everyone's like <laughs> was, fucking yeah, each other. Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> yeah. Fleetwood Mac. We're going to write songs about each other. <laughs> yeah. And I was no one Stevie. Oh. I wasn't even a Christine McVie. You weren't even Christine McVie. Oh. So sad. I'm so sad. sorry. I felt that. I felt that way too. It, and you wouldn't, for me, I wouldn't even find out until much later. And people would always be like, you're not in a pod? Yeah. And I'm like. No, see, no, I didn't. It want... was like in class, everyone's like, everyone find a partner, and, and <laughs> yeah. you turn around you're and everyone got a partner, oh, and you're like, the worst. oh, but I. Oh. So I was like, well, I guess just find a, a part, a couple that you can go with, and then everyone's like, no, no, we're no. That's what it felt like. Sorry, Danielle, what were you saying? No, I was just gonna say I wasn't invited to a pod, but I didn't even think about forming a pod because to me it sounded like bullshit. I was just like, how is this any safer? I don't understand. Like, no, stay home, don't go anywhere. You don't know what other people are doing. I, I, I understand now that people were, were taking it very seriously. Just to me, it seemed like, no, the idea is to limit exposure as much as possible. So like we had a, we had a thing where our son's good friend and her parents came and we all hung, hung out outside. But we were like on one end of the yard and they were on the other end of the yard. We were just not taking chances. We were just like, yeah. I don't, yeah. you know, we just didn't know what it was. So. And I encouraged my son to have friends over at that time outside. And he did for his 13th birthday. Like they watched a movie outside. They measured in between each chair. You know, this was before they were vaccinated. Before they had the vaccine. So like, and they were wearing masks and we're like, you don't have to wear a mask outside. But he's just so overly protective about it. But um, yes, I didn't think the pot thing made any sense. So I was I don't not... think it really I mean, I think in the end, like whenever I would talk to someone who was in a pod, 
it was all drama. It was Fleetwood Mac. They'd be telling stories about how, like, well, you know, so and so in the pod. It turns out they did go to Vegas for a wedding, exactly. and like they didn't tell us. And I was exactly. like, exactly. That's why I was like, what? That's bananas. Yeah, like, I heard people talking about it, sort of like what you were saying about like polyamorous relationships. <laughs> it was like we had a conversation about what we thought was safe right. and what everyone agreed upon, and we had a safe word, and uh, <laughs> we had a sex dungeon, and we wiped it down with Clorox, and we all wore masks on top of our pimp masks, and. Everything was Whenever good. Whenever we got in our pod, we all wore condoms. It was weird, I know, but we wiped we down the condoms. <laughs> we sprayed it with bleach. We washed our hands Fine. during sex. We gave hand jobs with gloves on. You know, we follow the rules. That's what you got to do. You follow the rules. Dental dams. Does anyone use dental dams? Is that a thing that I've never met one person use? who's no, used that. I don't. I've never. No. No. Who's interacted with one of those outside of a sex ed class? I wonder. I mean, I think mm. it's probably really important if you have something to use it. But I don't need oral sex that badly. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, like it just seems like a fruit roll-up paper. It is Isn't like it like the, the stuff that the cellophane? Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen one in person. I haven't either. No, I've, I've never. seen one in sex ed. That was the only time I've ever dealt with one. Maybe I saw one in like a sex shop once. That's pretty just progressive like... of your school, I think, to deal with dental dance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were pretty progressive, I guess. It was an Episcopalian school, but, oh, but they wow. made sure that we knew what was up. Yeah. But I don't think – we never saw – I never saw, like, a condom go on a banana. I never saw – Oh, that I did no, see. We I, did that. We didn't we did do that. that. It was just, a, like, I think a video. Yeah. About, like, putting deodorant on. people having <laughs> – Yeah. It was right? Like, <laughs> wasn't that, like, yeah. your sex ed was, like – you have to keep yourself clean. As you get older, you're going to have to keep yourself clean. And you're you're going to have a period. Like, I think it was more like, here's your uterus and here are your fallopian yes. tubes and your body's going to change. And I don't even know. I, I really don't remember anything about actual sex being talked about, but it probably was and I just don't remember it. Yeah. Well, it was always talked about like really cl- like a real clinical very clinical, like way. biologically, but it wasn't like yeah. The sperm meets the egg. Yes, uh, yes. like how that happened beforehand. Yeah, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about that. I remember my I had um, I was a chaperone on a school trip that um, the kids took to San Diego Zoo or the wild the wild Fun. animal park or I think it was the, <gasps> the zoo. safari park. I think it was, I can't remember if it was the safari. I think it was the safari park and they got to sleep over and it was really cool. And um, <gasps> yeah, they cool. slept in tents. That's very cool. Yeah. It, it was really fun. neat. <gasps> I know. We did that at the LA Zoo and it's super fun. If you oh, really? Wanted to I've seen that, that advertised, yeah. but see, my son would never go. I mean, this was a school thing. He had to do it, but um, fair. But he was like in maybe second or third grade or something. And I remember them all sitting around and the, uh, the zookeeper lady was holding an animal. I don't remember what it was. And someone said, and she was talking about how it mates and it has babies or something. And my son, who is not actually, this was sort of out of character. He asked, so he's not one of those kids who's like really brazen about like asking questions, but he said, well, um, how do they, how do they do that? And she said, like humans, 
And that was her answer. So I pulled him aside and I was like, okay, I guess I'm telling him right now. So I was like, okay, so, and I told him, I go, the penis goes in the vagina and I told him the whole thing. And I think that's probably the most he's, I don't even think like they deal with it in school. I don't know. Not, they don't do deal with it very, uh, and then since then he's watched Pulp Fiction. So he's, he's got the whole thing. <laughs> that was probably why he broke his arm. I know. He was just like, whoa. Oh, what did you say, Chris? Wait a second. I just walked to the bathroom. I just went He ran shit. to the bathroom like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he fell. Both <laughs> <laughs> coming out of his ears. His eyes got big, hearts. Yeah. You know, we have the book. (laughs) Do you guys know about the book from like the 70s about um, where babies are made? What's where that? did I come? Where did I come from? Where did I come from? Yeah, of course. We, I got that at a thrift store, and it's, it's it doesn't include anything about like girls and girls and boys and boys, so it's not super yeah. progressive, but it's still very cute and sweet and I well love, done. Yeah, and so I just bought it and put it on the shelf and figured when they were interested, we could read it. And Alex became interested very early. That's my daughter, and so she was like, "Let's read this," and and we started reading it. And Benjamin was there and we got to the part, I think, just where it was like, you know, the man and the woman start to cuddle each other. And Benjamin was like, I'm out and walked out the door. <laughs> That's and he's so never cute. wanted to crack the book since. But she has? <laughs> oh, she's read it multiple times. I feel like really? she reads it like every month. She's like, let's bring this book out. She's very oh, fascinated. But I just like, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. I just remember huh. the illustrations of sort of like, chubby people with pubic hair yes that's that's yes, what i remember yes. they're very rubenesque yeah i'm we had a book in my house i don't know if it's the same one it was like a lot of photographs in utero of a baby getting bigger oh. it wasn't like um anti-choice propaganda or anything. It, <laughs> it was just like it sounds like it is like now your baby is a it... human being legally and it has a heartbeat <laughs> <laughs> But it, but I feel like there were yeah either p- illustrations yeah. or even pictures like not yeah. you know of vaginas and, and penises mm-hmm. like doing their things but but just yeah like people sort of embracing or whatever oh, okay very like seventies lots of pubic yeah. hair yeah it's interesting though because you know we go to Germany a lot my husband's German and. So one year, I don't know, these guys were like five or whatever, six. We went to just a general like science museum, regular standard small museum in Hamburg where he's from. And like a whole huge room is dedicated to um, uh, childbirth and pregnancy. But it's all and it's geared towards kids. And they're not like there's books everywhere with just naked people. And there's like in one corner, there's this huge like yarn crafted woman and you can her legs are open and you can go inside and like pull out this baby that's like what? attached with like the placenta and the and like with the um yarn the placenta what's that y- yarn placenta yes it's it's like they're so like Sorry. well we don't care if you want them to know they're gonna know they're gonna know in this room because we're like free and open and we assume your kids already you talk to them because you're not a fucking weirdo. You're not a weirdo American. <laughs> yeah, so did, you're not some weird, like, uptight. Would you not dumbass. believe in science? What kind of yeah. dumb dumb wouldn't believe in science? 
but it's all like it's all very geared towards kids just being like yeah this is how it happens and there's picture it's like there you can just open a book and like there's like a man putting his penis in a woman's vagina it's like no big deal they're very oh, like that i think so i mean i could be wow. making that part up it's that's, not like yeah, it's that's not pretty. like they're showing porn on a wall but like right yeah they're just so they're very factual. open about it yeah very factual so, yeah yeah that's good that makes sense like it makes <laughs> yeah my my dad and my stepmom and my sister were visiting last week and uh i grew up with a lot of body shame so i've been trying really hard with my kids to not have yeah. like not instill that right. to really try to stop that cycle and it, it probably has a lot to do with religion and just having like boomer parents mm-hmm. i don't know um <clears throat> And uh, my kids, you know, they walk around naked, not like gratuitously so, but like if they're in their bedroom, they might walk out into the hallway without clothes on or something and be like, I need pajamas or, you know, (laughs) Um, which is like almost daily. I'm always like, I'll just go dig through the clean laundry. I'll be back. (laughs) God forbid they get it themselves. Well, well, if they do that, then they're 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 gonna pull all of the clean laundry mountain oh. down on the floor, and then no one oh. they'll just leave it there. Okay, so I'm gotcha. like, I'll fucking get it. Um, so, but my dad was like, boy, they sure are uh, open being naked or something like that. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, yeah. What? I why mean, are we talking about this? Right, because it's so it's weird to them. I mean, it's just it is different weird to them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I th- I, my I son doesn't walk around naked, but that's just his own decision, I think. Yeah. I don't think I ever, like, shamed him into – but I probably would be a little startled if he was walking around naked at this age. I'd probably be but a little he's, startled. He's yeah. older, too. Well, he's I think that yeah. probably changes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your oldest is only 11, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a big difference. Yeah. 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 I mean, we certainly are getting to a point where we're like, oh, yeah, I guess maybe I should not be naked in front of you and maybe you shouldn't – I don't, I, don't I don't know. know. It's really weird to what navigate. The, what the like psychological ramifications are of that? I'm sure you know, Me Christine, neither. that in Germany and and other countries, like people, even like adults, are naked around each oh, other. Yeah. Who, the, you know, they have they have and in, in in Germany anyway, it's like spas where everyone's just still naked at the spa. The the adults and the kids, and you know, I right. at beaches a lot of the times people yeah. will just change on the beach into their bathing okay. suit. And it's not wow. a big deal because people are very much it's, – it's not as much – I mean, you know, I was in Europe not with my husband because we haven't been married that long. But, like, when I was in my 20s, I remember being in Europe. And it was still – it was way more even open. So I think they've even – they've gotten more American there. Oh, that's you know, interesting. Like, so it is still it's, – it's, it's gone in a direction that's more sort of privacy and, and um, – less of the balls in the face and the at the beach which i don't <laughs> mind frankly i don't i don't need to oh, see like an old okay. man falls but like yeah. i like that well, they're if they're, put, they're putting balls in a face maybe yeah, that's not I great don't, yeah. i don't need the, the the saggy balls but i do like how <laughs> chill they are about that kind of stuff yeah. and how like this is a, a body it's a body it's it's, it's not fucking, a big deal we've all got a body yeah but on yeah. the other hand a body a naked body is not uh by definition sexual on its own yeah, so we don't need to right. make it like weird. Yeah, my f- my friend who's American and lives in Holland now, but her husband—I can't remember if he's Danish or German. He's one of the two. He's either Danish or German. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they were like on a holiday, and his sister, his adult sister, who's like apparently hot, is walking around naked. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I could see where that would really freak me out. I yeah. understand. Like, that's weird. That's your yeah. sister. Why are you seeing your hot adult sister naked? Like, like put some clothes I, on. I don't. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think we have a. I think the Americans uh, maybe uh, got We're something on, on that one. We're on to yeah. something with that. A little <laughs> bit of shame. A little, a little bit, bit is, yeah. isn't going to hurt you. <laughs> Just well, like a, just have a some pasties and a Pace, pasties and a thong at least. Come on, that, have some respect. That will make it less weird. Yeah, tell your sister to go put on pasties and a thong, and then come back in your here and talk to us about Saul, whatever it is. Yeah, uh, Christine, can you please tell us a, a story of a time that uh, your children uh, drove you to drink figuratively? Or yeah, I mean, literally, it's pretty often. I, I'm gonna just try to wrap this up in a in a not super long fashion because it's kind of an ongoing issue um my kids do not stay in their beds and they have not done that for years and we have worked on it and worked on it and Mm. we're in a phase right now where we are currently working on it again so we're working with a therapist to re-sleep train our nine-year-olds wow um so oh my god that's a nightmare christine yeah my god i'm so sorry i feel like we had a phase when they were infants up until like the age of two where they like where it was great I mean, that wasn't great. Don't get me wrong. They were twins, but like where they would sleep in their beds because they couldn't crawl out of them. And then when they started, uh... you know, as soon as they could crawl out of their cribs, it was like, well, my sleep is fucking over. So they come and sleep with you guys. So in the middle of the night, they wake up and they come crawl into our bed and they're big. Like my daughter weighs 95 pounds. And she's tall. And my, you know, my son's skinnier, but littler, but still it's two kids and a pit bull who also sleeps in her bed at night. And because a pit bull? Oh, cause she, no. cause she gets cold. It's getting colder now. So she sneaks and in too. Do you have a and your big German you husband. have a king size bed. We have a California king, luckily. But it's oh, and my God. husband's six four. Yes. No. So I sleep like in a cold up <laughs> ball and then every day I'm like, Why no. am I in pain? Why am I in pain? I'm always in pain. Why am I so tired? There's five people things in no, this No, I bed. woke up like 10 minutes before this taping because I'll tell you about my night. This is, this is so awful. So the treatment, the, the, the recipe for success apparently from the therapist is we encourage them with rewards if they stay in their bed. Okay. Um, if they stay in their bed all night long, they get a um, fidget or like a squishy. These are, I don't know if you have any kids right now, Betsy, that are into fidgets, but fidgets are big. The, the fidgets are nine year olds. Well, no, they're all kinds of fidgets. I, oh, I okay. had one yeah. there. They're there, and you get them, they're cheap. They're going to, I'd like to call them future landfill. Because right. yep. they're all plastic and cheap and junk, but it's like I'm I'm desperate. Gotcha. So you order them it's from like the toys Amazon. my kid my kids get from the dentist, and they're yes, and yeah. they trade Future. them. At, oh, right now they're that. trading them at school, and 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 poppets. Do you guys know about poppets? Oh, no. yes. Oh god, poppets. Uh, we just Wait, talking about that, one. This is it morning. that black thing that you put on the ground and it pops up? No, no. It's it's it looks. 
I wish I had. I should have brought some, but I didn't realize this it's was like going to It's like a bunch of little dots, and right? They're colorful, and you can push. And you, you pop it through almost like the pop stuff that you get when you order something, uh-huh. but it's like, like bubble wrap. But it's made almost. out of silicone, so they can do it like all the time. It's it's all kinds of stuff designed for kids who don't play outside enough, and so now they all have issues. Um, Got it. Okay. And so, so, so we're, it's like we're gonna. You stay in bed all night. You get to pick from the box of fidgets. Gotcha. Okay. They hardly ever stay in bed all night because they're like, I don't give a shit. I've got tons of fidgets. I can oh, trade them at school. Shit. Those kids at school have them. So it's not a real shit. motivator. Um, mm. So we're just like, I don't know. Do we offer them cold hard cash? Do we yeah. offer them like, do we get them a kitten? Um, <laughs> the other thing is that our therapist told us <laughs> to do. another animal to be in. Oh, your yeah. Yeah. Well, we need more things. Uh, we also had, well, we did have two hamsters, but one just died. Um, one hamster. We just had a hamster funeral yesterday morning. So, um, I'm so sorry for I, you your loss. I read a beautiful poem and I brought everyone to tears. <gasps> I love it. So, what and did, did you end with, and this all happened because you guys didn't feed the hamster? Yeah. And then I, and I, secretly, <laughs> then I secretly gave my husband a thumbs up because it's one less rodent in the house. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, Oh yeah, okay. I wish those fish would all die. Uh huh. <laughs> no, right? No, they will. They will. They're going to. Don't worry. We've been through. Lo- oh, we've had fish, lizards. We've had everything. It fish all dies. Are so fucking old. You got to stop taking care. What you do? You just stop taking care of it. I don't. Then... I don't take care of them. Oh, they, well, they're better... alive because my husband will take care of them. Oh, but I'm okay. just like, Mm-mm. you tell him. I don't stop. need another thing to take care of. Hell no. So the the therapist was like, you have two options for how you're going to do this. The first one is every time they come in your room in the night, you have to walk them back and don't speak. And I was like, I never, I sleep like the dead. I, I'll never do that. Cause at night you could come in and be like, Hey, so I'm going to um, just take everything from your house. And I'd be like, that's fine. Just don't make me get up. Like I'm never going to get up. I'm never going to get up and walk a child back to their room consistently. I, I'm, I just never. She said, the second option is yeah. you put a like mattress on your floor and you can say, kids, you can come into our room, but you can't get in our bed. You can sleep on this mattress on the floor. So we said, okay, that's what we did. So okay. we have this mattress, this ugly fucking mattress on our floor that makes our room look like a trailer park. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, it kind of already mm-hmm. did anyway because it's a mess all the time like the rest no, of our house. No, their house is gorgeous. Don't listen to her. She has a gorgeous mid-century house. That she's, she's full of bananas. With laundry and piles everywhere okay. and right. dead plants. The house itself, yeah, structurally beautiful, but beautiful. I'm in charge of it, so it's a fucking yeah. wreck all the time. So <laughs> there's this old mattress on the floor and the and our old mattress against a wife. Two mattresses in my room right now. But the one on the floor... It's just this thin, shitty Ikea mattress that's a like smaller than a twin that my two kids can come in and sleep on in the middle of the night. Okay. Well, that worked for like a week and I was like, oh God, my body feels good and I'm getting some sleep. And then that, you know, of course that stopped and it's gotten cold. So they're not going to lay on the floor shivering. They're just crawling back in the bed. <sighs> so last night I had... <laughs> I had the dog who's now starting to really like, she's really spooning with me at this point oh. with her head on the pillow next to me. Oh. She's, she's also skinny and she gets cold. So I'm, I'm spooning with my dog. My Wait, husband's... are you big spoon or is she big spoon? I'm big spoon. Oh my I, God. I, got it. I have a migraine because I'd gotten so oh. like upset with my son earlier that I was so stressed that I was like, I have to go lay down. I'm, I'm in bed with a migraine. 
spooning with my dog. My husband's fucking snoring like <laughs> just nobody's business because he's he's one of those people that if he lays on his back, he's just like, <laughs> you know, he's got that thing where it's that dis- snoring disease. Sleep apnea. apnea. He should wear one of those masks. But I'm like, yeah, you know sleep what? Apnea. If you, if you want to die in your sleep, my, that's your choice. <clears throat> my <laughs> husband has one of those masks, and okay. it's life changing. It's now I sleep. Okay, huh? well, I'm telling. I'm uh, good. Big luck. points for CPAP machines. I'll, I'll, I'll tell him to get it. Um, and then my daughter comes in. I don't feel good. Oh, mommy, I really feel bad because she got her flu shot, which then made her have oh, a fever. Huh. Oh, okay, so she so really did feel bad, yeah. She so I'm up getting her medicine for her. Oh, you fever. had to get up. I had to get oh. up, and then I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna eat a banana. My head hurts so bad. <laughs> I'm gonna take something for my headache, and then Benji comes in. I'm scared. I had a bad dream, oh. and I'm like, okay, just stay here. I'm, I'm gonna figure it out. Go lay on that mattress on the floor. I'll get you some extra blankets. <laughs> so I'm like covering him up with ten blankets. She's like sweating on me. And the dog oh. starts farting, <clears throat> and like <laughs> I'm just laying there, making myself as small as I can. Oh my and literally, like I don't think Alex and I slept from about four to seven. Oh. So you, so she stayed in bed with you because yeah, she was sick. Yes. I get it. She was sick. She's sick. I'm not going to be like, go, hey, kid with the fever. Yeah. Go sleep on the thin mattress on the floor. Oh. Get out of here. And then See, I yeah. just, I ended up doing a lot of sleeping in my son's bed which is a twin Mm -hmm. um he up until kind of recently needed me to be in there so he could fall asleep and we would read or we would do this game on the ipad and um sometimes i would just get so tired i would just stay you know and sleep or some he used to get me in the middle of the night he didn't come into bed with us because my husband can't stand how you know, he just takes up so much room, even though he's little. Yeah. But um, my husband can't sleep when the kids are in the bed. He, yeah. He drives him crazy. Yeah. So I would go into bed with him and I stayed there for half the night and it was a twin. You know, we're both like sharing. I mean, it, it was OK, but I, I got to tell you, I didn't think it would ever end. And it's it's ended. You know, I don't he doesn't get up anymore. He doesn't need me to go to bed with him. He he but takes recently. himself to bed. Recently, kind of recently, I, mean, I gotta say, kind of recently. Oh, I mean, he's a little... like, this isn't, this isn't okay. It's not normal. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like this is a lot of families are dealing with this, well, whether they're yeah. helping them to sleep or right. holding their hand till they fall asleep or going right. in their room. Like, I don't think it's like we're just the ones, and all well, the other kids are like, you're like, good night, honey, and they're like, good night, mother and father, and they're like, <laughs> I'll see myself to bed now. Yes, um, thank you for everything. <sighs> What a dream that would be. Even if it's Thank not you for everything. The thing though is, <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. I really appreciate everything you do. Even when I don't like the food that you make, I still appreciate that you made it. Good night. Sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. The thing though is, even if it's not quote unquote normal, because I do think my son is was older than most for needing that. It's fine. It ended and and life goes on. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? Like yeah. other people have to deal with other things. I, it's, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously what you do, the first thing you do as a parent is compare yourself to other people and you compare your kids to other people. I don't see how that's avoidable. But mm-hmm. I would say like, okay, well, at least my son, you know, acknowledges other adults and thanks them. Whereas I see all these other kids who like, you know, are just rude. So, okay, mm-hmm. he needs help getting to sleep. But, you know, all right. Mm-hmm. So it's a trade-off. So, yeah, I For think. Real. And my friend... You know, I have a friend who has a nine-year-old also 
and um, she has had sleep issues her entire life as well. So you're not alone for sure. One nice thing yeah. the therapist also did say to me is she's like, you know, it's pretty recently that parents have expected kids to sleep separately from them. Like culturally, oh, really? culturally, um, it was the norm and in still other cultures, it is the norm for children to sleep with their parents for really? many years. Huh. And so it is a big deal for kids yeah. to sleep by themselves. Like yeah. it's, the, it is normal for them to feel it is for the, to be difficult for them. Um, that makes sense. And so that made me feel better. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it, I wouldn't care <clears throat> if it wasn't so wrecking to my own sleep. Of course. Yeah. Like if it It'll wasn't 100. Yeah. Yeah. At some yeah. point. It's okay for you to want to be alone in your bed. A hundred percent. And, and two, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally going to not always be like, I feel like so much of parenthood is like that. It yeah. feels like it's It'll forever. Never and, then yes. it's, and then it just does. It yes. ends. Then yeah. And then you move on. Then you get a new oh, thing. He's always going to have a pacifier. Oh, and now he doesn't. And it's yes. fine. I remember someone saying to me, or maybe I said to myself, like, he's he's not going to go to college and not be potty trained. It will all, yes. it will happen. Because, exactly. you know, when things take so long, like, the potty training was exhausting. And then getting him to sleep by himself was exhausting. And, and you know, two steps forward, one step back. Like, we thought we'd oh, he doesn't need it anymore. And then suddenly something would scare him and he needed it again. And maybe that will still mm-hmm. happen. Probably not. But, you know, who knows? So it's just like, it'll, it'll all work out. <laughs> it yeah. just might take longer than you would like. And you know what? If I would like to remind me to go to... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I want to remind our, our dear listener uh, of, of uh, my parenting mantra, which is, eh, it's probably going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Just I wish I could... I wish I could live like that. Yeah. Oh, I just fell off the bed and hit their head. It's It's probably going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, though, Christine. Go on. What were you going to say? No, I just was thinking, you know, if they need me to go to college with them and sleep with them, then (laughs) I think that'll be fine. So you'll have a site. It'll be like a a sick, you know, like a comedic movie. You'll go to college again. Yeah. And you'll live with them. Exactly. Yeah. The three of you will sleep in a dorm. Rodney. Danger field the whole right, time. Exactly. It's Sorry. probably gonna look great. I mean, by then that'll be in fashion, probably. Probably. Right. Totally. Um, can you tell everyone, please, about your podcast, what it's called, where they can find sure. it, how to follow you on social media, all of that. Oh my god, we'd love to. Um, our podcast is called How to Survive, and we like to tell stories about real life disasters, things that scare us. Well, scare me especially, like tornadoes and wildfires and bear attacks and then some less home invasion um, oh yeah home invasion is coming up some things also that are not as life-threatening but can just feel like you want like make you feel like you want to die uh -hmm. maybe like shitting your pants in public yeah um heartbreak losing a job yeah uh, freshman year of college right so with the first for the first half um, when we're talking about a real sort of uh, serious thing, we give you tips that we've just Googled. I mean, we're not professing to know anything. We are just a couple of comedic writers who, you know, are just Googling for you. We're going to Google. We're going we're gonna to Google. And, um, but we, you. I mean, but it, we're having fun the whole time. It's uh, obviously they're, they're serious topics, but we're, it's, it's not a, 
it's not a downer podcast. It's really funny. And if I don't say so myself and we give, um, yeah, so we sort of give tips on how to survive these things. And then we have a guest on. And when we have the guest on, we, we discuss the more sort of lighthearted side of, uh, side of surviving something like, you know, getting fired or, um, nice. you know, dealing with a parent or something. So, yeah. So we've been very lucky to have really, really funny guests on. We would love to have you on. Um, Betsy. Oh my God. I would be honored to come on Are you in Los Angeles? I don't even know. Yes. You are. Okay, great. And I'm fully vaxxed. Oh, yes. That is a requirement. And um, yeah, so we've had two episodes air so far and um, we have a bunch in the can and uh, we're just, we're having a really good time. We're having a really (laughs) fun. That's that's entertainment speak for in the butt, everybody. Yes. We have some episodes up the ass. And you can uh, yeah. you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah, Apple, yes. etc., Stitcher, and say the name of it one more time. How to survive with Danielle and Christine. And awesome. if you want to follow us on social media on Twitter, we're Pod How to Survive, and that's and, the same on Instagram. Yeah, and um, we actually have a we-, we have a sorry we have an email for people to tell us their stories. Um, and also to correct us because now we're getting people telling us you got this wrong, which we are totally open to. We yeah. are not You're above. Like, I just Google that. Yes. All right. Right. <laughs> so if you want to email us, it's podcasthowtosurvive at gmail.com. Yes, please tell um, us what we're doing wrong. Yeah. <laughs> we're moms. We don't get that enough. Yes. Um, yes. Tell us what we're doing wrong. Only in regards to the podcast. What are some stories that you are hoping to hear from people? Like, what what kind of stories do you want people to send you? Just things that they've survived? I mean, the more humiliating, the better, usually. Mm. Like, that's where the comedy comes from, obviously, is just ridiculous things. Or or it could be something harrowing, but obviously you've survived and you can laugh about it now. So whatever you want. I mean, you know. I love it. Yeah. Just any sort of public it's a, humiliation. It's like is this always good. podcast, but just much broader. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. And it just, yeah. 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 Because <laughs> this podcast is really just how to survive being a parent. How, uh, ter- yeah. Right. <laughs> Terrible things that have happened to you as a parent. And uh, and now we laugh because it's in the rearview mirror that's, most of the time. That's right. <laughs> um, that sounds amazing. Everyone, please follow them on Instagram. Listen to their podcast. Um, and uh, and get in on the ground floor. It's yes. a new show, everybody. Um, Danielle, yeah. Christine, you are doing a great job. Oh, I hope you know that. Thank you. You're doing an amazing job. Oh, that's so How sweet. You? Thank you. Yeah, your show oh, is a blast. Friend. This is so much fun. Oh, thank you. I mean, I could talk about being There's a mom been, all like, day. Your kids, uh, your kids sound wonderful. You are amazing moms. You're kicking ass. You're making podcasts, uh, and, uh, and and you're doing a wonderful job. Good job. Oh, thank you. And thank you um, so much for having us on. Yes, and thank you oh for making gosh. this podcast. Yeah, I think people need it. You are so. 100%. Well, thank you. Yeah, I agree. Totally. I I think I started it just selfishly. I needed to <laughs> shout into the void. Yeah. And, and and luckily, everyone else was like, oh, I am also shouting into yeah. the void. Hello. Join me in the void. Been, yes, join me in this void. It's it's actually surprisingly friendly in here. Oh, well. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for, for coming on the show. Thank you so much for listening. 
dear listener, if you find yourself uh, half drunk in sandals running to catch a train or um, (laughs) wishing that everyone would just sleep on their little tiny mattress on the floor, (laughs) for God's sake, or if you find yourself watching your kid just pull out a giant yarn placenta... (laughs) that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. Imagine a podcast. Now, imagine a musical. Now, imagine the two of them made one million babies. Well, you don't have to imagine it because it's real and it has a name. One million musicals. Each month, we bring you a brand new, original podcast musical featuring talent from across Broadway, films, and TV. You'll hear tales of spooky ghosts, Wild West shootouts, adventures on the high seas, and much, much more. One million musicals. Only a few hundred thousand to go. A Campfire Media Podcast. Campfire. 